Okay. <laughs> well, I'm starting this podcast. It's all happening. Hi, this is No Lies Detected. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Michelle Moore. We're sharing a mic today because I fucked up and I forgot the mics. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by some lovely guests. Hi, I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Zoe. Killing it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, Dan is my manager. I feel like we've spoken of Dan on the podcast. I feel like Dan's my manager. I <laughs> personally, Dan's everybody's manager. I get that a lot. As soon as we came in today, Dan was like, he was like, okay, uh, you're taking this down. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, instantly. Okay. We made something yesterday. I was like, is this a joke? Because I'm, I'm not used to being spoken to like this. I was just so used to it. I'm like, oh, I, okay. Well, yeah. we, we, we got a running start on nothing. Right. Cool. Go, go us. Right. We were so excited. We were eating pizza at a car yesterday doing a fucking oh, I live stream. Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like Dan has a, a bit of British in him because, man. I think so, too. First of all, just the way that you said it. When British people say things that are serious, I remember the first time I was almost threatened to be detained. No, I was detained. Let me change that. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. I was detained, and the lady was asking me questions, and I had just got off the plane, and I was about to enter the UK for the first time. This is 2004. And she asked me a question. I guess she didn't like my answer. And she said, okay, I'm going to have to have you over here to the right. You're just going to sit down right there. She was like, you're being detained. And I thought she was joking. Oh, the way she said it was so kind and so loving. That's how Dan was just like, okay, you're going to take this down. And I was like, wait, are you joking? Or is this something serious? Because I yeah. can't tell the difference. That's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, Dan's never joking, but always joking at the same time. Exactly. Like, That's how you got to do it. Life is the joke, but ha ha, take your fucking Instagram down. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I personally feel like Libras are the closest to Sagittarius because I can feel that. Like I feel yes. that energy so strongly right yes definitely yeah yes. just like very dry <laughs> very 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 dry sense of humor libras always fucking get my my humor you yeah. know mm-hmm. like even through text yeah. oh i love fun. a libra me too libras for life i love being a libra it's the best one <laughs> okay well you you can have that for right now Thank we'll let you. you have that you're Thank the guest you. you said it you don't want to put it on twitter for everyone to see that's true i knew that was going to build up your ego oh yeah I that was, that. Um, i've been i've been really succeeding in business since you tweeted that for sure a dan owens management <laughs> <laughs> killing the game um but that's how it starts dan is managing you before you know that you're being managed and then you also get to co-manage dan in return that's how this works <laughs> what are you fucking looking for Look, I don't know who they're looking for, but I'm over it. Okay, listen. So this podcast is about the truths you need to know, the lies you tell yourself. And some of you need some truths. You've been telling some lies. We have an email, noliesdetected at gmail.com. You can send your questions. And I have a question for all you BBs here. The title of this is Alone But Not Necessarily Lonely. It's a song lyric. Alone But Not Necessarily Lonely. I'm curious that what what's the point of the email then? <laughs> this would be the quickest podcast ever <laughs> if Michelle had control of the email inbox. Don't like it. Next, next, and then the ones that you have been like, yes, that's the one. The minute I start reading, you're like, no, too much, too much, too much. <laughs> podcast of no, the year of no. Hello, Megan and Michelle. Please keep me anonymous. I'm a female in my early twenties. I have never dated, had sex, or been in a relationship. I did have a thing with one guy friend for a few years, but I'm in the process of moving on and focusing on myself. I've always been a little shy and quiet, especially around men. I have also been very focused on school or work or whatever business type goals I've had at each moment. 
I've always been comfortable alone, not necessarily lonely. I value friendships and love to travel, just have a good time or work on some goals. I don't feel like I need to be in a relationship, but I sometimes wonder if I'm missing out on the experience. No, you've reached enlightenment. (laughs) Move on. Move on. You've reached enlightenment. New co-host, Dan, (laughs) because that's where I am. I listen. I, you're the contradictions that are happening in this email. I, I. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Um, I lost my spot. Okay. If I, if I have fears that I find someone I really like, they will think oddly of me because I'm so inexperienced at my age. I mm. notice that I do tend to feel hesitation, reluctance, or anxiety when I'm asked on a date or when most men show interest. It doesn't happen with every guy, and I even had strong thoughts of marriage with the previous guy, so I know if I really wanted someone, I would go for it. This doesn't make, this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I am a dr- You're talking about, like, I've never really been in, in some. First of all, you're 20. I've never really been in something. Yeah. I was with someone yeah. for a few years who was a friend, but it wasn't really a thing. But the last guy I did think about marrying. What? Where, where's, wait, where in the this timeline? This person's 20? This person? Uh... Early 20s. Early 20s. Okay. Well. The time, it's just. I'm um, Been there, man. It's Yeah. Okay. Been there. Her 20s. A blur. <laughs> I, uh, if I'm missing out on the experience and so many people seem to constantly. Okay. I don't feel like I need to be in a relationship, but I sometimes wonder if I'm missing out on the experience since so many people seem to constantly chase re- relationships and love. Or I have fears that if I find someone I really like, they will think, ah, leave me because I'm so inexperienced at my age. I notice that I do tend to feel hesitation, reluctance, or anxiety when I'm asked on a date. Oh, sorry. That's already. what this email is really about. Mm-hmm. When most men show interest. It doesn't happen with every guy, and even I, and I even had strong hair. I am attracted to men, so I don't think that's the issue. I do desire to be married and start a family at some point, but I'm in no rush. Am I okay as I am, or is this? Let me see that. Give me that. This is someone who feels so ashamed about the fact that they don't want to be married. Can I tell you yeah. something? That's the life, man. Yeah, this <laughs> this person's choosing to internalize all of this, and it's not he- like I'm overwhelmed. I yeah. you you I don't know where you said it, but this person's just said. I, I, I want a marriage and I want all of these things. I want kids and and I'm okay with everything, but I'm in no rush. What? (laughs) What? You just said the same thing both times. I don't. So there's the question they think they're asking. Am I okay as I am? Well, I can't tell you that. Or is this hinting at a self-worth problem or deeper issue? Honey, go back and reread what you wrote. Yep. Because in one one of those sentences, you said anxiety, something, something. That's it. Stop there. Don't bring anybody else into that. Just focus on that. (laughs) You already know. You already have the answers. And I don't know. I don't really know what you're looking for. And I can't tell you that. And for for damn sure, no man's going to be able to tell you that or anybody, Mm -hmm. any partner or anything. But a a man for certain. And I'm just saying that because I've had a lot of experiences with men. They're not going to nobody's going to be able to help you but yourself. And in writing us, I think what happens when we write it's like our spirit takes over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. That's why sometimes they say you need to write write what you want, write and manifest it so you can see and feel the energy f- from, from uh, pen to pan or whatever. And uh, I think because we're emailing, right? Go back and write what you said. Read the email and write it out as you read it. <laughs> write it out. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because when you, you then you can feel the energy that's happening write it out those are your answers those those right now y'all and I'm then so underline the three lines that jump out to you the most right exactly and then yeah. underline the three yeah. things that jump out yeah. to you that's where you can yeah. start the work you're gonna be like i feel pretty good about my life but I've been brainwashed to think that right. I need to have marriage that you had, and kids. Right, that yeah. I need to have all of these things or be experienced. I, I feel or... bad for not wanting to go out with people I don't want to go out with. <laughs> right. What the hell? <laughs> right, pretty much. That's there was a lot of contradiction in what you were saying and and it wasn't making any it wasn't making any sense, but it makes sense to you. And that's what really matters is that it makes sense to you. So I'm telling you as somebody who has has experience my experience is different from your experience but based on my experiences we we don't know shit about shit okay so really nobody knows nobody knows how anything is going to end up but what what you can do for yourself when you're when you're thinking of of all the reasons why you're wrong and wh all the reasons why why you don't have this thing or this person or or anything like that that you stop and understand that you're not feeding the ground you walk on. You're not feeding. You're not. You think of like a flower girl. You know, the flower girl comes out and, and lays the flowers before the bride. Right. You have to do that for yourself. You have to like literally like cascade petals around your feet as you walk. And you have to be right. And you have to be foot to ground. Your root, your root chakra. You have to be foot to ground and sturdy in that so that you understand that only you can provide for yourself what you're all of the things you're saying that you don't want, but you do want. Um listen, I'm high, so her spirit guides are like coming in. I, I think that for you as well, that you should chant because you're, you're not speaking out loud. You're not all of these things that you're saying, all of these things that you just said to us, you have not spoken out loud. You're you're holding it like this is the first time you're not even in conversation, not even in just like casual conversation with people you trust. You're presenting as one way, like I'm OK, I'm strong, I'm I'm powerful, I'm confident. But deep, deep down as you're saying it you know and so you're 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 silencing that voice and i chanting will help you it's rooted chanting will help you bring out the depths the the density in your voice because right now you're being light and fair and free and everything's great but there's a heaviness and you should get to know your darkness your darkness is is powerful sometimes more powerful than light because it, it it's what brings you to the light the lights are just chilling there light once you're enlightened you're good the darkness is what's carrying you so you need to get to know it you have to get to know it so that you can get to the light because right now whatever light you think you're in is fluff it's it's not it's not i've done one off okay <laughs> okay well that is the most beautiful way to say that uh i was just gonna say you kind of sound like a gemini and there's two different fucking stories but <laughs> you know honestly <laughs> yeah <energy>. and just <laughs> like if you're looking at the world through your inadequacy glasses guess what everything's gonna look like right. inadequacy yeah. even if life starts to go right like if shit was messed up before and someone made you feel inadequate which probably happened or something of that nature like take now you have to take the glasses off because you will look at like the best shit and you will still feel like it's not enough right. It like, cause didn't wasn't there a part of the email that's like, I already deleted it. Oh, you deleted it? <laughs> oh my god, that's it. Oh, we did it. Oh, okay. 
I'm like, I want to cross-reference. I want to look, you know. Yeah, no, it's, I can't a, it's handle a trash technology, can. But a lovingly, a loving trash can. I mean, we, we know <laughs> what it is. Line. Yeah, yeah. But it, was um, a, but it was a lot of like, I'm really nervous to be around people and date, but also I want a family. But I don't want to rush there, but I'm not rushing there. And the, there was a you know. question of like, is this to do with my self-worth or something? It's like, uh, yeah. yes. yes. Your answer to your question is yes. Yeah. Like, yes. You're asking a very specific question, which means you already know the answer. Right, exactly. The way you worded your question. Because, because the way that they were speaking didn't sound like that would be the question. Right. So they already know. Mm-hmm. Plus, when you write stuff down, you can't get away with, like, saying it in a certain way or whatever. So you may be trying to convey something. But once it's words, it's like you can kind of ring out the mm-hmm. yeah. ways that people talk to kind of cover what they're saying. But I loved the fan fiction. It was beautiful. Okay, <laughs> so next email. Libra, oh Libra, a little lost. Oh, that's already relatable. So cute. <laughs> Me at God a grocery damn, store. Op- opening line. My grandma is dying. I've been estranged to her for some years now. She raised me and we live in the same house. But since I've come out as trans, I've done my best to avoid her. I've told her I don't want to interact with her without a mediator. But it looks like she's going to die before that happens. When she dies and we haven't reconciled anything, I'm not sure my mother will forgive me. What the fuck? For what? What? I don't know if I can pretend to be okay with my grandma, though. I panic at the thought of her, and when I'm around her, I get so angry it scares me. I don't know how to grieve someone I hate and love, and I don't know how to justify cutting her off. Any input you guys got, I would have greatly appreciate. I feel like the worst person, and I don't know what to do about it. Thank you, Jess. Wow. So this is exactly what I just experienced, <laughs> except it was my mother. I didn't mother. even plan this shit. How'd you do that? That's this came in June and 26. Libra? Libra and a little lost. Libra, a little lost. So here's my story. Yeah. Two and a half years ago, my mom died. And before she died, I hadn't been speaking to her for a year and a half. And there's a whole history of childhood trauma. She was alcoholic and also undiagnosed bipolar for most of my childhood. And then later diagnosed and overmedicated. And I stopped speaking to her and then... This story is okay. Great. Here we go. Let's just get into it. That's what we're Are we here to get into it or what? Welcome to the fucking podcast. Do we want the short version or what? What's we, going on? We want the version. deep, we want the whole dark version. fucking version. We want the fucking. Ooh, full how far story. back should I go? Should I go back to like birth, <laughs> conception, source, source. conception? I want to know about the decade you were born before you even get to your conception. <laughs> Okay, let's just go to uh, the first time I stopped talking to her. I'll accept it. Okay, I'd been in therapy for a couple of years, and it was like, and I was in a really, uh, I was in a business partnership that was just outliving the same cycle, basically. So I quit that business, stopped talking to my mom, broke up with the person I was dating, like all this. I was in therapy, and she was like, let me tell you about something called repeating abuse patterns. And I was like, interesting theory. I'll take it. I'll take it and fuck all these people. Goodbye. We don't, you're not in my life anymore. I don't do that anymore. That's not my life anymore. My life now is I have good, healthy relationships with people I love to communicate with. The danger there is the more people in your life who are amazing, the less you want to hang out with people who are terrible. So you got to get rid of a lot of people. (laughs) Woo. Okay. You know, so I had to cut out my, my mom, which meant, you know, the rest of my family was in a tizzy, which they had like, Facebook groups created, I imagine. Facebook just groups. talking shit. The subtweets. <laughs> just chat calls or uh, texts, whatever. Yeah. Little chat logs. So there's, I stopped talking to her, and the way that I get back into contact with her is 
I'm on tour. At some point, she cancels Christmas. I stopped talking to her. It's dramatic. I'm on tour for this book called This is a Book for Parents of Gay Kids. Mm. I'd written this book with my business partner. And we were touring and talking at community centers or churches or whatever, talking to parents and kids. And it was really intense because sometimes parents would be like, uh, I love my son. He's gay, but does he have to be so feminine? And we would be like, okay, yeah, where do we start? he does. Do you want to love your son or do you, or not? Because let him, he's going to live his life. So make your choice right now. Make it right now. Like we're getting all these intense questions. People are coming up to me and being like, you saved my relationship with my kid. So then we're getting to Charlotte, North Carolina, which is near my, where most of my family lives. I haven't talked to my mom in a really long time. Because I'd sent her a text and I was like, I'm only going to respond to things that you say to me that are positive. Wasn't my fault she didn't say anything positive for me. Was it? Was it? Was I gonna do? Failed she, the test. You know, you, I got, you gave her an option. You got an option. You know, most people, I wouldn't give an option, but <laughs> but she gave her an option. Optionless, Michelle Moore, M I S H A L M O R E. So my aunt calls me and is like, "We're coming to your your book thing tonight," and I was like, "Great, cool." And they were like, um, "Your mom wants to know why you haven't called her and told her you have a book, whatever." And I was like, "Whoa." Ask her to form it a positive question. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't, sh- I haven't talked to her in months. Wow, she knows I'm alive. Interesting. Um, and they're like, she's crying and she drove all the way up here to see the show, but she thinks you don't want her to go. And I was like, I didn't tell her not to go. I didn't tell her to go. She can do whatever she wants. And they're like, don't you think you should call her and tell her you want her to go? And I was like, I don't mind that. If, it, if I had my way, nobody would have driven any, like, I'm not, look. She made her own choice to drive up here. Y'all are grown people. <laughs> and I'm a grown woman living you my think. life. I can't assist you, you in that. You would think, right? Yeah. During the show, she's like, I don't know. What, when you're doing gay stuff like that, is it called heckling? <gasps> I don't know. She's just like talking during stuff. Like I'm reading my coming out story and I'm like, I grew up in South Carolina. I didn't even know gay was a thing. And my mom's like, I didn't either. And I'm like, oh, Oh, out loud though, like out that. loud. Come up on the mic then, because <laughs> we do got you, stories, girl. Do you want to tell? Do you show. need to tell this story, madam? Wow. Right. For whatever reason, once that's over, she's like, "Oh, she's also with the person that I was dating at the time." She's sitting across from her and being like, "Why doesn't Danielle want to talk to me?" And like crying. And the person I'm dating is like, "Well, I can tell you why. Like, do you have time to sit here and listen to the reasons why?" Mm-hmm. Like, she's just stone nuts. Nothing. Mm. Capricorn being put to its best yeah. use. Yeah, that's what that's for. Dang. Make me cry, I dare you. Yeah, you know what I mean? pretty much. <laughs> Try me. You well, say, you know, me. I, I just, I just want to say, I'm from the South and my partner's from South Carolina. And you sound a subcountry just saying, <laughs> oh, it's that. all in. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes I'll do the caption app and I'll be like, can you believe, and it'll spell can, K-E-N, and I'm like, okay, well, my accent just got called out. I always try to hold my down when I'm here and be like, oh, you're not from here. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not yeah. from here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell me. Okay, okay. So for some reason, at the end of this, like, weird fucking night, um, my mom is like, please, just like, can we have a relationship again, please? And I'm like, okay. That's how she started that Yeah, out. she's like, please, please, just call me, please. And I'm like, okay. So I leave and I'm like, Bleh. like, I hate it, I hate it, I oh, hate it. Man. But now I have this relationship that I now have to be in again. 
however many months go by, I'm like, I'm at peak anxiety. And mm. I'm just like, every time my phone lights up, my like skin feels like it's on fire. I don't even know who has texted me, called me, whatever. Like it could be the person a, I'm working with. It could be my I've mother. It could yeah. be. And guess what? No matter who it is, I'm not going to like it. It's going to make me uncomfortable. Mm. I'm either in trouble because I didn't send an email on time yeah. or for okay, what? That's a, a real you know? anxiety. Mm-mm. No. Although I do love in, in moments where I, it's like if I had one person that I was avoiding, I'll change their ringtone so that I can hear from across the room. I used to do this specifically with dudes. I'm a sadistic fuck. bitch. <laughs> with dudes I wanted to fuck, they get a special little like bell. And then I know, should I get for dick or no? It's not that important. There you wow. go. Shh. You have uh, such wonderful tactics. <laughs> you know? You know? It's like so true. A, but it becomes a little like Pavlovian. Sure. You know, it becomes a little Pavlovian. Yes. It's like you, you <laughs> it's just a dangerous thing to do to yourself, but yeah. I like it. It's like <laughs> bing bong bing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Ah. Wow. Wow. That's a fun game. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so yada, yada, yada. I stopped speaking to her again for the second time. And then about a year and a half later, she dies. I get a call. I learn that she's died. And uh, my whole family is pissed at me. And they're convinced that it's my fault. And her husband tells me. You just love when people have time. Moments like that. Seriously. Seriously. It doesn't make any logical sense at all. And my mom's husband tells me on the phone, he's like, you know, this is your fault. You were the cause of her, like, mental health just down spiraling. It's it's your fault. I'm like, he's like, I'm not going to tell you you can't come to the funeral, but you you shouldn't come. And, like, whatever. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to be going to Greece with my best friend, so I'll Mm -hmm. see you later. Bye. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, well, you know, it's because you had already in your mind from years and years before, you had already. Oh, I think Jamanika's here. Okay. You had already in your mind like detached yourself from from her in a way. Yes. So that you can move on with your life. Yes. So finding out about her death, yes, it's sad. You're kind of like I, I, I was like know I her anymore. I was like, kind of like I know. Yeah. I mean, I had already started and grieving. Already, yeah. Something that my therapist her. told me was like, you know, you didn't get the childhood that you see. You right. didn't get like the mother daughter right. relationship right. that you're supposed to have or whatever. Right. So. You should go ahead and start grieving that. Right. Like you right. need to grieve I tell, the mother. Yeah, I tell the listeners that now. all the time. Just start grieving them now. Start grieving them so now. You don't have to regret or guilt when they do pass away no. or whatever. Because not everybody's going to change. No. And I think, and to this Libra's point about am I going to feel this or am I going to feel that, you're going to feel both yeah. because you're grieving somebody who wasn't good to you. Yeah. So, like, so much, I've been able to feel so much anger finally. Yeah, finally, because when that person is no longer around and you know that they're not coming back, you get to just like snip off that cord of hope yeah. that is kind of like dragging you down. Yeah, like really dragging you down. Yeah. So heavy, but it's so powerful when you can figure all of that out for yourself, for the betterment yes. of, of, of yourself, because it gets so heavy and it happens again and again. It's not just one time, right? Right. We're going to lose many people in our lives. Oh, yeah. And sometimes we'll have not spoken to them for a long time. And it, it wasn't a bad thing. It mm-hmm. was just, man, I just haven't spoken to that person. You're going to have to learn how to understand like that's not your fault. It's not your fault that you weren't in their lives or whatever. Life happens. Yeah, it's not your fault. Also, like... 
uh, you're going to feel so relieved. It's yeah. going to be so nice. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so nice to not have someone who's being a piece of shit yeah. hanging out in your life all the time. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. It's good, though, that you, by that point, you had already started going through your own process because most people think they desire that, that that that's what they need. It keeps them going. And then when they lose it, they're like, what am I going to do? You know, I should have just apologized. Mm -hmm. And it's already, it's just too late after that. So, I mean, I think you were the best person to answer this question personally. (laughs) Uh, Dan is a Libra. (laughs) I mean, can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah. Also anyone who's trying to make you feel shitty about, the fact that you're you didn't have a good relationship with your grandmother before she died that's their own shit yeah. they probably feel something weird about their relationship you had a perfect uh relationship with her which is she was being a piece of shit to you and you didn't engage in that yeah so that's about all you can do for a person otherwise you're enabling them to be an right. asshole right that's exactly right that is exactly right what you do for your healing is is <laughs> what you do for your healing is more important than what anybody else has to say about how it's going down everybody's in agreement i don't know what i'm agreeing to but i agree (laughs) i went on a journey while uh, this was happening and i got a little high um okay i got a few questions and i clicked into this one because i I saw the word come and so i feel like this needs to be read switching gears yeah we're switching (laughs) gears sorry about your dead grandmother yeah here we go and we're moving on (laughs) <laughs> just as you should you know what you should do move on as quickly as we're moving on i'm i'm just like oh yeah we're we go 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 we're just we're on a train holding so much space for Rolling all that's through. going on behind that well, door and now and we got jimanika jimanika would you like to say hi oh jimanika you're here. welcome for this blessing of my presence jimanika will be listening to the question too so maybe we'll Over have there? another on-air correspondent <laughs> It really is. Oh There's my God, so many podcasts podcast happening. There's so many podcasts happening. Okay, so the title of this is Bull in a Sexless Shop. Okay. Hi, Michelle and Megan. I'm a 26-year-old. Wait, say it one more time. Say the title one more time. Bull in a Sexless Shop. Okay. Oh, Bull in a sexless shop. (laughs) You guys really attract poets. Like you, people are really trying to, or like you know what I mean. They're trying. They're trying to to impress us with the titles. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they they know they got. They're dealing with singer songwriters. Well, honestly, they know what to give you for you to analyze. They love it. They, I think they, they want to give a little something to Michelle to just really rile her up before she gets in it. They know. People know by now. I'm a 26 year old Taurus. I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years and have been living together for the last three months. Our sexual relationship has been pretty lackluster throughout our relationship, and I'm having trouble coming to terms with whether it's something we can work on or if it's a chemistry thing. He's a Taurus as well, which makes communication hard, not even just sexually, but about our relationship overall. I've told him I want to have sex more, but it's still the standard once every one or two weeks. This has been making me think more and more about the last person I was with, who was a straightforward Aries, who I had incredible sexual chemistry with. He could make me come with a glance across the room, I swear to God. He messaged (laughs) me asking if I was single a couple months ago, and I really wished I could have said yes at the time. We couldn't have vibed as girlfriend-boyfriend, but the sex was amazing. I'm afraid that I'm comfortable with my relationship and worry that trying to find the emotional side of it along with the sexual side with someone else is being selfish and makes me scared that I will throw away something with a great guy for no reason. I love him and how he loves me, but I'm also scared I'm not living my best life with him. Before him, I was a perpetual dick jumper and I just don't want to be that anymore. So maybe I'm gluing myself to this guy because of that. IDK, this is a mess and I'm sorry. Any advice or dragging is welcomed. Thank you, Marissa. 
I knew. I knew. Um, well, I'm just saying, I thought that that was very uh, wordy. And I have listened because I am a fan. And I thought y'all asked for shorter questions. <laughs> This 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 is why I love black women because that's the that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, I clocked out. I don't even know what it's about. I told y'all forty five seconds or less. I can't I clock out. I don't even know what that was about. This was just was straight people who don't have great sex again. I think that I think that was it. It's about yeah, someone who's in a relationship two Tauruses and they're not getting what they want sexually. <laughs> Uh, and they're attracted to someone else sexually, Just, but not for a relationship. They're wondering if they should stay in a relationship, essentially, that's great. They're not in a relationship. What? They're not in a relationship that's, that's great? That, they were like, I don't like my relationship. Should I stay in it? Does he, Wait, hold on. Does your partner know that you're feeling this way? Well, I don't know. I can answer that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they said I, I talked to him and he doesn't want to have sex or something. Yeah. I've told him I want to have sex more, but it's still the standard once every one or two weeks. Yeah, so you've tried talking to him. It didn't work. It's not good communication. The relationship is bad. Break up and yeah. be a slut. Yeah. Just break up. That's okay I, to I, There's break nothing up. wrong. I mean, even if you say you need some time for yourself, however you want to do it. But, I mean, if you're not you getting what... Oh, well, the logistics. It's always the logistics that get you. Mm. See, if you like share an apartment with someone, and basically, like, if you have to end that relationship with that person, you'll have to move. But you love the apartment for whatever reason. You love it so much, you will basically convince yourself that you don't have a problem with this person. Right, but because <laughs> because okay, you well, just want to keep the place. I, this is what I this is what I believe. I lived with some. I was married for thirteen years, and I lived with my husband for thirteen years, and never once while I was like, oh, I can't stand him or whatever. I never, you know, but. As a single woman, almost in her 40s, listen, we can be in a relationship and you can live in your place and I will live in my place. That's what I'm saying. That's and how that it's got to be. for me. Mm-hmm. I don't ever need you to move in with me ever. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> our plan. That's how we're doing it. It's, yeah. it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. It just makes it that much clearer that your partnership is by choice. Every day you're like, yes, again, this choice. Oh, I love this choice. Right. Every day, this choice. And but your partner it, can stay you over sometimes. Oh, hell like, yeah. All that stuff, but... You oh, should have yeah. your own thing, especially yes. if you're attaching yourself to a person that you've had a conversation with, but you're still not getting what you want. And so yeah. you're staying. You deserve, to, you deserve to get what you're asking for. Yeah. This person just isn't right for you. Right. So it's time to best thing for that is to break up. Yeah. Break up. Break up. Break up. Break it up. You got to break up. Nobody's um, going to have a conversation with me without me telling them to break up. I'll tell you that much. I was waiting for it to happen at least <gasps> once during yeah. this episode. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Do any of these strike your fancy? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're letting her look? Just, just the titles. Just the titles. Should I trust my friends more? Oh, boy. Is that yeah, the one? I they're not your was... friends yeah exactly okay. those are you not your friends here's just the, from the subject line here's the title you just, no we'll yes. give you the, i'll you... We'll give the title we give the advice and then i'll read you the actual question oh my goodness oh my okay goodness. ready should i trust my friends more or get more friends get new, get friends. new friends. friends not just more quick. friends get new friends get new friends and drop these motherfuckers uh be a friend to yourself first hey. <laughs> be your own friend god damn it how about you jimnika like most people anyway so oh, hang out with that's yourself right. that's, that's a gemini yes. okay so <laughs> well yeah. look at this perfect round table i love it hi megan and michelle oh my god 
you start <laughs> first of all they misspelled your name so they've already uh, started off on a bad they put too many l's too many hmm. double l's my double double doubles my name is alexis they them pronouns i'm 24 scorpio sun cancer moon taurus rising as some background i have ptsd major depressive disorder generalized anxi- anxiety disorder all of which i'm currently on medication for and seeing a therapist my mom is a sagittarius dad's a leo so i'm used to being told what to do by fire signs My therapist recently has told me that I need to be more vulnerable and trusting in my friends. Before therapy, I feel like I used to be extremely open with my feelings. I'm starting to really understand what it is you guys do. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to what did their therapist say? My therapist recently has told me that I need to be more vulnerable and trusting of my friends. Before therapy, I feel like I used to be extremely open with my feelings, but in a way, this feels sexual, by the way. <laughs> okay, here, take the mic. No, 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 you hold it. I like it. But in, a way that, but in a way that some of my friends felt exhausted and emotionally unprepared for the heavy topics of conversation. Now I tend to reserve all of my emotional instability to dump on my therapist, and I feel like I don't have a strong support system outside of that relationship. My friends will tell me about their mental health and their issues, but I feel uncomfortable discussing mine. Or if I do bring it up, my friends express their discomfort that I feel the way I do because I look so put together. I feel unsupported and unmoored. (laughs) Where is the healthy boundary on oversharing versus bottling everything up? Should I get other friends who are comfortable with that sort of intimate and vulnerable communication? Or should I continue to sort my shit out with a therapist whom I pay to deal with my emotions? Thanks for your advice. Yeah. P.S. is a Scorpio. I you don't need our advice. You just gave yourself your own advice. Yeah, it's literally all right there. Talk to your therapist. Yes, back. do everything that you just said. Yeah. What is what? Is I'm re- what? What? We? What's the question? Uh, there's Scorpio, no. the Cancer Moon, and a Taurus rising. Whoa. I think they're trying to figure out what is. Uh, basically, this is all dependent on you trying to salvage these friendships that. Basically, every time you open up, they're like, "Can you not do that, Michelle? You've had experience Their with this." Their question you is, "Can't do this Should I get new the friends?" And the I answer is yes. Like, oh yeah, I had a friend. I had somebody, well, an old friend, yeah, say yeah. to me, "Like, you know, I just really think that you should talk to somebody else about your problems because you're like my rock, and I can't handle like no, he, he that is not a balanced that. relationship. Yeah. And so in the in those in those spaces, you have to understand, uh, you getting got like for yeah. real." life i never in my life thought of like articulating to someone like oh you can't be fucked up or you can't be sad about something because that affects me like th- people can actually say that out loud to someone else like no you're the strong one yeah well, that's fucked up mm-hmm. well yeah but that's because you have all your faculties so of course but <laughs> like if it, you know people really believe that uh they're entitled to other people yeah that's all that it is really yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how dare you take away your friendship from me? Yeah, well, people like that are usually operating from sadness, right? Right. So they're like, but I'm sad, so it, I need it. Like, the ends justify the means. Right. And then l- the spectrum of what that entails is wild. Right. Like, what people will justify with their right. sadness. Right. And then, in turn, if you are already feeling like shit or low about yourself, you're going to yes. believe that, okay, I'm a bad person. Absolutely. Or that, you know, I need to, I need to figure out a way to make this work. 
And, yes, and people like that will find a way to make you internalize it. Right. Well, I I, I had a podcast on um, my Encouragably Sound podcast, and I was talking about how there 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 is only I in team because <laughs> you can't you can't if we're all a team, we have to be for ourselves first before this works out. Right. Because uh, otherwise, then you're people pleasing, or I'm trying to win, or whatever. Nobody's oh, yes. worried about winning or losing or anything. Everybody's here on their own accord, on their own volition, and we're 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 loving ourselves ourselves and we can have a, a conversation while getting in an argument because yes i'm here for myself i'm not here for y'all yeah and y'all are here for yourself and we're just communing right now yeah so the only way that we function is if we can function with ourselves first because otherwise i'm like oh my god what are they thinking or i'm trying to manage mm-hmm. something you know there's always something going yes something i've been learning about is self-trust yeah that's a work that's uh, that's just a yeah. phrase I'm repeating to myself constantly yeah. of like to. you have to uh he, like when you give yourself advice you better believe her when she says it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like uh listen to what you're telling your own self mm-hmm. take your own advice mm-hmm. listen to your voice uh, l- tune into your body I mm-hmm. would also say mm-hmm. It's true. Really tune into how things feel literally in your body and whether or not like when I hang out with this person, all of a sudden like my back hurts or like just things of that nature or stomach aches or like those types of things. Well, that's why I think sometimes that's why people feel so relieved when they get home and it's like, oh, because during the day they just leave themselves. They literally step outside of their body to entertain and do whatever they have to do for people and never do, do we check into and say, all the time I do it. Like, you good with this conversation? You want to have this conversation right now right. with this person? Do you know what I'm saying? Are we good? Yeah. Because I got to go home with myself. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I don't want to have a conversation with somebody, I'll just say, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. Can't do this today. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah. Because my my intuition just told me, girl, you don't want to have this conversation right now. We don't yeah. want to do this right now. So you have to look out for yourself. You know? And some people yeah. are so scared about doing that because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But... Fi- if no. feelings are feelings l- let them feel you might be a lesson for them <laughs> make them feel it you know it's not it's not your fault yeah exactly i've been listening to this high as fuck and it sounds so <laughs> great you guys are doing a really great job i literally forgot i was on the podcast i'm like i'm a sound engineer on the coolest fucking podcast right now like i was having a great goddamn time i had some gummy bears i was like going through the emails i'm like which one will be next like what what song will come up next like i was feeling it <laughs> Every time you're like, okay, so the emails, I'm like, literally, what emails? <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of that there's emails involved these in are the like, format. These are like the ad breaks for engagement. <laughs> okay, so the title of this one, we'll do one more, uh, is Long Friendship Anti-Vaxxer. Oh, my goodness. Dear Michelle and Megan, my good friend of 14 years, we are 27, she's Aquarius, I'm Cancer. I love that they give us a rundown of their I dynamics. I know. It's... <laughs> People need to give less information. <laughs> yeah, well, they want to give it to us, so let it, let them give it. Is pre- okay, my good friend of 14 years is pregnant for the first time. She doesn't come out and say she's anti-vax. None of them do when trying to manipulate None you. None of them do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. None of them do. Her friend, her friend, uh, they're 27, her, a friend of hers that she's known for forever is pregnant. This friend doesn't come out and say she's anti-vax. None of them do when trying to manipulate you. But says she can care for a baby with measles, so the vaccine is... Again, again, who is pregnant? Not you. Okay? Not you. That's not your baby. That's not your child. That's not your That's not your partner. What? Why are you even writing this email? Cancer. 
Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. And it's cancer season. Oh, my God. It is she, cancer season. She says she can care for a baby with measles, so the vaccine is unnecessary. Uh, so this friend, this, this, <laughs> apparently, apparently, how do you know that? Who do you know with measles? <laughs> yeah. Where's the practice kit for baby measles? I don't know. I don't know how you go through that. I also love it. They're like, she didn't come out as anti-vax, but she did specifically say she could care for a baby with measles because vaccines are unimportant. <laughs> Obviously, I'm horrified this was out of left field, but she's not the type of person I feel comfortable having a conversation with about a topic like this. Don't be friends with her. She's yeah. college educated and I'm not, so she thinks I'm oh, stupid. Oh. I know she's trash, but I can't. <laughs> I, I know she's trash. I know she's trash. I know she's trash, and yet I love how you're reading I'm it. I'm sorry. I've been keeping the I'm trash in my living room. I refuse to take the trash <laughs> out. I'm imagining someone just writing this email. It's so fucking funny. Like my good friend, I know she's fucking trash. Like a God. cancer. That's how you know it's a cancer. <laughs> my good friend who is trash. I know she's trash, but I can't decide whether to engage with her about this subject or drop her. I need perspective. I love the podcast. I appreciate your time, and I'm so goddamn nervous to send this. And you should be. Oh, Michelle's Griffin. Honey. Find your own business to tend to. Why are you up in everybody's business? Personally, you're not the, the greatest of friend. To be really honest with you. Well, you're writing in about your friend you and her personal decisions as a mother. And you're calling her trash. Oh, honey. That's Sa not good. Save her from you. Yeah. Save her from you. That's not good. That if, if she knew that you were talking about her like this. Like, that's all I'm hearing. I mean, uh, whatever she's talking about, it, it's irrelevant because it's not about her life. Yeah. She wrote in about somebody else's life and how she's inserting herself. Nobody asked you for your opinion. <laughs> Did you impregnate her? Can I say something about cancers and what is going to hopefully save all y'all's lives? Stop being friends with people just because you think you're better than them. That's not a reason to be friends with somebody. Jesus Christ. That, yes, yes. That's not yes. why. Here's my question. Here's my question. <laughs> if you know, if you know that this friend is trash, why have you not taken the trash out? Yeah. Why, why are, are you, you keeping someone around Why like would that? you put a trash bag on your couch and like all around the house? Keep it around. See what happens next. Just take the trash out. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And and but also to care so much about a relationship where you you literally can't even talk to them. Like, why are you worried about losing a friendship with someone you literally can't speak to about your opinions on things? Yes, because you know it's not your fucking business. Let her deal with that. I'm not saying it, you're, it's not for you to make a good move or a bad move decision. Yeah, have Here. your opinions. Tweet whatever you want, but. Yeah. Yeah, you're just not compatible, I guess. Don't be friends. Though. Just don't be don't, friends. Don't drag it off so then you mistreat her and talk down. All this, like, I'm college educated, like, or, like. Oh, no, she is college educated. Oh, I see. She the Aquarius. Is. Yeah. Oh, I hate all this energy. You guys are, like, warring with each other. Like, just back, just completely leave each other alone. Now that we've gotten into the details of what, whatever that email was, I, what I want to talk about is your displacement with yourself. That's what I want to talk about, because this is not the first person you've done this to. Like you look at all your relationships as uh, mm, the it's it is the source for you be, because you don't want to be by yourself and deal with your own stuff. So you're inserting your yourself in places that you don't need to insert. It's none of your business. 
and that's why I said you need to have your own business to tend to, but you ain't trying to tend to your business because out of fear, you're going to realize that all of your choices are yours. You're choosing your friends. So if your friend is trash by proxy, guess what? Trash adjacent. <laughs> trash You're adjacent. trash fucking adjacent. And you need to, and you on, on a serious level, that's what you should be focusing on. Not whether or not your friend's going to vaccinate her child, her unborn child. That's not for you. Not to mention, I've never been pregnant. And I, I do hope that one po- at, at some point in my life, I'm able to have a child. But I would never want somebody around me while I was pregnant and that energy of them smiling in my face, but in the back of their head, they're like, oh, she don't do this and she that's bad energy for my unborn child. I wouldn't want you touching me. I wouldn't want any parts of that. That might be a little bit too witchy for some of y'all, but that's just how I roll. I don't want anybody. This is why I don't hang out with people. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) This is why my aura is clear as fuck all the time. Because people have ill intentions. And I'm not saying that you should hide yourself from people. That's not what I'm saying. But you have to understand. I always say use discernment. But you have to understand. If you're keeping someone around that you think is trash, what does that say about what you're doing to yourself and how you feel about yourself? Mm -hmm. You're you're not fit for people. You need to take care of your own self before you start looking at. I would never look at anybody and call them trash that was in my circle. What does that say about me? Mm-mm. If I'm saying if I'm if I'm saying you're trash, it's because I'm talking about you. I'm not talking to you anymore. Right, right. right. That's it. Right. It's over. It's done. Right. Well, your uh, standards for the people around you are the same as your standards for yourself. So, if you're looking around and everyone's below yeah. standard, then guess what, buddy. Yes, what, buddy? <laughs> they they got they got. They're just looking coming. for something to distract them. That's all yeah, that is. that's what, that's all they're doing. You just want someone that you feel like is lower than you. Trying to fill the void, mm-hmm. filling mm-hmm. the void, filling the void. Fill it with your own goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, patch up. You have if you have a bottomless hole in you, then you're never gonna like feel all the love that's coming your way. Like if there's love coming your way, you won't feel it. You know. Maybe you are the bottomless so, like, hole. Go. <laughs> yes, maybe you're. <laughs> Maybe you're the bottomless hole. Maybe, maybe you're the bottomless hole. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a dark place. I mean, yeah. Dark. <laughs> Man, learn about the bottomless hole because yeah. it'll get you. The bottomless hole if that you don't is yourself. It for yourself. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast and hanging out with us. This was fun. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, where can we find you? Where can they, they creep? Instagram and Twitter at Dan Owens MGMT. Nice. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Zoe Loves, at Zoe Loves. How about you, Jonika? Oh, hey. Uh, Jiminika at Jiminika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michelle at M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. Everywhere you look. And I'm Megan Tonjes. You can find Megan Tonjes on most things. <laughs> and you're here. You're better. You're Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Ready? You're, you're. Oh my god! I don't know, but again, it feels very sexual. You're here. You're better. You're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> That's our new sign out. Season two. Welcome back, bitches. Get ready. Buckle in.
Have fun, bitch.